Women in business, are you looking for a professional yet fun event to attend in 2020? The fourth annual Lakeside Conference will be held March 9th and 10th in Southeast Wisconsin, about an hour between Chicago and Milwaukee. Get the training, resources, and connections you need to catapult your business into more sales, smoother operations, and more ideal clients. The women that attend are high caliber, driven business owners, speakers, and leaders in their communities and industries. We would love to add your name to the list and meet you in person this year. Here are some of our former speakers telling you what they loved about the Lakeside Conference. I love your conference. I always tell everybody when my local friends ask me what conference to attend, I always say that the Midwest uh, Lakeside Women's Conference is the little conference that could. It is always one where you meet the nicest people, uh, people who you feel are walking in the same shoes that you are, which is really fun. And it's also really nice because it's a great location and many yes. of us get to drive there like a short day trip or a road trip. It's like a little mini getaway, but you get a lot done at the same time. I love that you give people these chances for coffee chats. And man, I just met the best women last year at your conference. Like so many amazing women who have become clients, who have become friends, who, who now I'm their client. It's just been phenomenal. It feels like family when you come. And so it only really takes a little bit of time before everyone who's there feels welcomed and open to the experience and feels like they've made friends already. And I love that you offer the high caliber of a conference that you do in the Midwest because it's not such an issue for me to travel when I can just hop in the car and drive to you. So it's been amazing too. The thing about this conference that I think is different about others that I've been to are the people. I can't think of a room that I go into where you feel more support and nurturing from the people around you it's not competitive, it's not senseless networking. It is literally genuine, hardworking women. There's so much value in the speakers, they're all fantastic. But it's the people in the room that change the tone of everything there and that's the reason that I will come over and over and over again. So I was really excited to really hear the speakers and I got to meet some of them and some of these people I've been following online for years and years and to actually meet them in person was super awesome and i love i did like the one-on-one -on -one. i talked with jacqueline malone i've been listening her to her and jessica's podcast for years and so that was really exciting for me to actually sit and talk to her you know there's certain people that i got to meet at that that was that was probably my favorite thing it was just such a great experience for me to get outside of the twin cities or you know and these are people that are from all across the country that are doing these things and so that was the first time i've really gotten to meet bigger like names we would love to meet you this year at the Lakeside Conference. Please join us and grab your registration ticket today. Go to womensbusinessworkshop.com and click on the events tab. Welcome to episode 26 of the Women's Business Workshop podcast. I'm your host, Robin Walker, a business strategist, speaker, and event host for female business owners. Today, we're gonna to be looking at the behind the scenes of planning the Lakeside Conference. The Lakeside Conference started in 2017, and we are on our fourth year coming up March 9th and 10th in Southeast Wisconsin. 
I had been running businesses for about 15 years when I started getting the idea for the conference. There was another local event that was somewhat similar of what I was picturing, but it was all for women's wellness. And I thought, why couldn't we have a business event just like that for women business owners? A lot of us at the time that were in our group had young children or husbands that worked a lot and traveling to the east or west coast for a conference just wasn't very practical. So I wanted to create something in our area that people could fly into if they wanted to, but it was also great for those Midwest girls that needed the experts flown into them and really needed these resources and also that connection. That's what I was really longing for when I first started brainstorming about this conference. So the brainstorming all started in a notebook. I always recommend to my clients to have a someday notebook or a section or a Google Doc for all those someday ideas. And I had an entire notebook, all of ideas for this conference. I went back and forth a million times. I probably brainstormed for a couple years. And what I did to help set myself up to be able to do this, because you might be thinking, well, running a business and running an event are two totally different things. And they are. I completely agree. What I chose to do to help better set me up for success was to help work with a local woman who ran this health resource fair. She's a wonderful woman and was very gracious to let me help her. And it taught me a lot about the venue because it was at the same venue that I hold the conference at the Ridge Hotel. I learned a lot about sponsors and tickets, attendees, how to create a great, engaging, and comfortable event. So when I started to actually plan the nuts and bolts of my conference, I could take what I had learned from her and then change it a little and tweak it for the business industry and what business owners are looking for in an event. I went to the Ridge, you guys. I was just going to get pricing and to just even see what dates were available. Really just kind of a a low-key, let's just kind of dip my toe in the water kind of meeting. Well, at the time, she gave me four total weekends in the entire winter and spring of that year. And that's all that was available. One was New Year's Day weekend. One was Valentine's Day weekend. One was spring break. And one was the beginning of March. So I asked her if she could hold the dates that were at the beginning of March so I could think this through because that that was even bigger than what I had gone there for to begin with. So we were already out of my comfort zone just even talking about specific dates. So she said she'd hold them. I could go home and think about it. She had given me the prices for the deposit, all that, what food would cost, which was a little alarming in itself. If any of you have ever worked with a large-scale venue, it's food is very expensive. So I went home and thought about it, prayed about it, and then got a phone call less than 24 hours later. And the event planner at the hotel had said, we have someone else interested in those dates. You have 24 hours to put down this huge deposit or we will give the dates to this other interested party. So I thought, okay, God, I I guess this is it. I guess this is the push and the nudge that I need to move forward with this event. So after doing some logistics and some number crunching, I 
went in and signed the contract and booked the space. This was one full year prior to the date of the actual event. So I had an entire year to plan the event. And I have to say that was a gift. My personality at the time was, hey, this sounds so exciting and fun. Let's do it next week. (laughs) And that for large events, that definitely does not work. So having the year was a blessing and a gift. At that point, then I had to rally the troops. I had some great local friends that were in business and they were gracious to share their contacts and help me find speakers. And we found a great group of women with some great topics for our first event. Each year since, the conference has taken on its own personality. It's evolved. It has not stayed the same year to year. Each year's a little different. Part of that is my personality, that I get bored if everything is exactly the same. You would think, oh, it's your fourth year. This year's going to be really easy to plan. Well, (laughs) some things, yes, but I do tend to try to improve it every year, and I also try to change it based on what's happening in the business industry and also change it based on the needs of our group. And that brings us to the question of how do you decide the topics? So we have business women in all different phases of business that come to the conference, but I'm very conscious of planning ahead to find out who's going to be at this year's event, what are their needs, what kind of topics are they into. So I do a lot of data gathering when you register for the conference. I ask you a lot of questions. And the purpose of those questions is to really get a true read on who's going to be sitting in the audience. So from year to year, we have seen the level of business increase and the amount of years that someone has been in business increase as well. So we have a really good view on how many years these women have been in business in what industries they're in and what they're going to need as far as topics and breakout sessions. So we don't just willy-nilly pick the topics and the speakers. We get applications for the speakers, but we also like to look at what topics does our group need right now. We have a great Facebook group, and in that group, we get a lot of perspective on what people need. I also do one-on-one coaching, and I also have an impact membership group where we have masterminds. So I'm really have I really have my finger on the pulse of what the women in the group need and what new resources they're looking for, what software they want to try, what are their struggles, what are their goals, and that's the data we use to choose the topics. Then we see is there a speaker that can speak on that topic? Is there a speaker that that is their expertise? We try to really look for speakers that have the expertise of the topic, not just one day they spoke about it and sure, let's grab them because they're they're fun and they'll be a great name on the marquee. No, we're looking for the experts in the specific topic. It's very, very strategic around what breakout sessions we choose and also what whole group topics we feel that the group needs to hear at that particular year. So that's kind of how we go through the topics and the speakers. We try not to repeat topics two years in a row. If there's a need for the same topic, we try to tweak the niche that it's in or 
bring in a new fresh speaker for that topic. But if we did a specific financial topic one year, we're probably not going to do it the next year because we do have a lot of repeat attendees that come back year to year to year. And we would like them to have a fresh perspective and fresh topics every year. So some other questions that we've gotten is how on earth do you stay organized? Because from the outside, it's a really smooth operating machine. I have so much help. I have a great team. I actually have two different teams and I'll talk about that in a minute. But as far as staying organized, there are a million balls in the air at any time during a large scale event. I have many different organizational systems that I use and repeat year to year. So I have my Pinterest boards that have certain decor or new ideas. And then I also have a marketing plan. I have spreadsheets that have the to-do lists and the speaker information. I also keep all the information from year to year. So I can look back two years ago and find information in that binder. I can find the wine card, the which wine we used, how much food we ordered. So year to year, I can go back and look at that, and that's super helpful to me. Sometimes it just gives me some fresh ideas. Maybe it was something we weren't ready to try, but now we're ready for that idea, so I haven't forgotten it because it's written down. And speaking of the Pinterest, so here's a little thing about running events for your business. You have to be prepared for things to change at any moment. (laughs) For example, this year, I had our whole decor theme already planned out. There's usually a common thread with our decor, similar decor, but switch out the theme, switch out the accent color to a different brand color. Try to keep it somewhat similar, but something fresh for that year as well. So for example, this year, I had a whole vision planned out. I had the pieces purchased, was super excited. (laughs) And then I went to visit the conference venue for a different event and someone said have you seen the carpeting in the ballroom (laughs) I was like oh no so I went into the ballroom and I'm not exactly sure if this is just for a different business audience or or what the what the intention was behind this particular carpet choice but it does not go with anything As most of you know, navy and coral are my brand colors. Navy is what I always wear. It's everywhere at my event. And the carpeting is a lot of black, gray, and white. So what I was hoping is not going to work. So a month and a couple weeks out, I am totally rethinking and repurchasing event decor and accent pieces stage background, everything for this year's event because I want the whole experience to feel like you're in the right place. You've been following my conference online. You know what the branding is. You know what the colors are. You know what the pictures from last year look like. When you walk in, I want you to feel like you're where you're supposed to be. So you have to be flexible when you have an event and you have to assume Things are going to change. There's so much that's out of your control. You can only control so much. So you have to have good people around you and have some flexibility going into it. Speaking of good people being around you, I actually have two teams that I use for this event. 
I have our on-site team, which is uh, my assistant, our technology coordinator, the photographer, the videographer, everyone who is helping out and pitching in on the scene for the actual event. And then I also have a planning committee that is more behind the scenes. They help with the speaker applications. They help choose the speakers. Whenever I have a request from an attendee or a speaker that I'm a little unsure and would like to get a second opinion, I can ask this, the planning committee and they weigh in and we all make a group decision. So those people in both of those teams are invaluable to me. They are what make the event work. The other thing that's beautiful about this event is when you choose to surround yourself with amazing women and when you are very intentional about attracting amazing women, parts of the event will run themselves. The women that are at this conference, they're looking out for the women that are maybe there by themselves for the first time and inviting them to sit with them. If there's a problem, they're resourceful and they're helping solve the problem. There's things I've found out about afterwards that attendees just took care of because it's a room of extremely capable, driven, and resourceful high-level women. So when you choose to have those people at your event, it's, it's a win-win, honestly. And so I can thank all of the women who have come and attended and poured someone a glass of wine or sat with them whatever it may be. I have so much help at this event just because it's a group of amazing women. I think that is the hardest part for me with running the conference is seeing what a wonderful group of women is, seeing how amazing and generous all the speakers are, and seeing the transformation that women have coming to the event. The hardest part for me is seeing women not come for a reason that is surmountable. There's something that, whether it's their mindset or just holding themselves back or a fear, and so they don't come. And it's so hard for me to watch that knowing how great this event could be for them and their business. I can't make anyone come and who needs to be there is there. I, I really believe that, but it's something that I struggle with knowing how many more women who could have their business in a different place this time next year by being surrounded by the women that come to the Lakeside Conference. You might have women that are a step ahead of you in business that you are watching, that's where I need to be. What have they done to get there? There might be someone that's a step below you in business that you can help. Your circle starts here. The women that are gonna help push you to that next level are in this room. So join us, register for your ticket. If there's something that is holding you back and you're not quite sure how to get around that, please PM me or put a post in our Facebook group, the Women's Business Workshop Facebook group, and ask for some help. There's probably some way we can all help to get you to the event. Don't let fear, finances, or your schedule hold you back from attending. When you're ready to register and commit to coming to the event, or you just want to check out the breakout speakers and what topics we're going to be covering or the networking events, go to womensbusinessworkshop.com and click the events tab. 
All the information you need is there. And if there's still more questions you have, don't hesitate to reach out and PM me on Facebook or Instagram and ask me your question. All right, I hope you enjoyed this little behind the scenes to hear more about the conference and what makes it tick. I hope it was enjoyable for you. Now go and get back to work.